Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of Let's Run, the Western Mass Running Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Gaudet. This podcast is made possible thanks to the resources at East Hampton Media. In the initial Let's Run podcast, I provided a rundown of Western Mass Running Clubs. One of the clubs that I mentioned was the Pioneer Valley Women's Running Club, or PVWRC. I didn't know anyone from that club, and all I knew about it was what I saw on their website. But after that first podcast, Grace Barone, who is the co-president of the club, reached out to me and offered to be a guest on the Let's Run podcast. I was thrilled to have an opportunity to speak with Grace, along with her daughter, Marissa Fenn, who is co-president, along with Grace, and also Donna Shea, the club secretary. The PVWRC plans weekly group runs for its members, organizes a 5K walk-to-run clinic for new runners, and offers an annual scholarship to a college-bound female high school athlete. Here's my conversation with Grace, Marissa, and Donna. And stay tuned afterwards for a rundown of local running events. Hi, I'd like to now introduce um, Grace Barone, Marissa Fenn, and Donna Shea from the Pioneer Valley Women's Running Club. Uh, hello, and welcome to the Let's Run podcast. Hello. Hi. Grace and Marissa are co-presidents of the club, and Donna is a secretary. So I'll start with you, Grace. So um, how long have you been involved with the Pioneer Valley Women's Running Club? Uh, we, we remember when the club was formed in 2000? Um, pretty close to that because, well, prior to this, we were talking about Sue Kaplan and how she is the one who began this running club. I was at a luncheon with her and the luncheon was for Catherine Schweitzer, who had run the Boston Marathon and her book was just out, Marathon Woman. And so I, I joined shortly after that luncheon, after Sue's encouragement, because I said, oh, I'm not a runner. I can't really do this. And she said, yes, you can. And um, there's a great women, a great group of women here who would support you and uh, signed up shortly afterwards and have been with them ever since. It's amazing how most, most of us, I'll say amateur runners, you know, we start out running and then we say, well, I'm not a real runner. And, <laughs> but then, then after you know, a number of months and, and your friends look at you and, and they, they see you getting up early in training and they said, well, you, know, you certainly are a real runner. So, so yeah, we um, all start off that way. Yeah. So, um, so Marissa, what about you? How, um, you obviously haven't been um, you, uh, involved since 2000. You, you're too young for that. So no. <laughs> um, I haven't been involved since 2000. I joined I've been running for a while, but I joined two years ago. This is only my second year, but influenced by my mom, Grace is my mother, um, to join the group, which is, has been great. I've met a lot of women. Um, I actually trained for the Boston Marathon with somebody who I met through the running group. Um, so it's been great. So have you run the Boston Marathon? Oh, that's a touchy subject. Um, oh, no. Because <laughs> it got canceled because of COVID. I, I ran it virtually in Wolverham. You're going to do the virtual one this October? Um, I'm, I'm hoping for 2022, actually. I want the real Boston experience. So, sure. What about you, Donna? Um, I've been with the club for a little over 10 years. Um, and I've been the secretary for the past two years. Um, before that, I spent a lot of time on the spring clinic committee. 
um, working with uh, developing the clinic and helping mentor the women uh, in, the, in the clinic. Um, I, as I mentioned, I've done one marathon and that just convinced me that half marathons are really my, <laughs> really my favorite thing. <laughs> so, so which marathon was that? I did Hartford. Oh, Hartford. Yeah, that was my first one also. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. And I'll tell you, the, uh, many of the women in this group have become my dearest friends. And uh, it's, it's just been the best decision I've ever made, honestly. Yeah, you know, I, so I belong to the Empire One Running Club, and I joined in 2014, and, and uh, I've made a lot of close friends from, from the running club, so uh, it's a, a, a great um, group of people. So, um, so how many members are in your club, the Pioneer Valley Women's Running Club? We actually have 71 as of today, um, and we have them from a senior in high school to mid-70s. Um, you know, a lot, it's, it's amazing to see the, um, how young a lot of the women that are, you know, at, we're celebrating their 60th birthdays along the way. And, um, they're so active and healthy. And I think they're just inspirations for, for a lot of our younger members who are, who are in it, Marissa included as our young, it's <laughs> our young oh, group. Sure. <laughs> Would you say the, um, kind of demographics of, of your members, um, are more newer runners, more experienced runners? You get maybe a mix of both. Yeah, I'll just start. I, I, definitely a mix of both. Um, you know, we have uh, members that come in through our clinic, which unfortunately had to be canceled because of COVID last year, but we hope to have one in the fall. So uh, as a part of uh, being a part of the clinic, you become a member of the club. So then we, we end up with a group of newer, inexperienced runners, and all of their mentors are the experienced runners. So I would say we always kind of have a mix. A nice so mix tell me of, about the clinic. Yeah, I'll tell you, that is just the most amazing thing. Um, I mean, we've had over the, uh, and it's been going for many more than the 10 years that, that I've been involved, uh, but we have, uh, it typically is at Forest Park. Uh, it's a 10-week program. Uh, each of the members of the clinic, uh, typically it's in the spring, each of the members of the clinic are assigned a mentor, an experienced runner as a mentor and they meet every single week for once a week uh, and they run together through the entire program, which is incredible. You really get to know someone when you're, uh, when you're working with them that way. Uh, and then we have a graduation race uh, and typically we choose a local charity race and we all run the race together under the Piner Valley team. And I'll tell you, it is a huge hug fest at the end of seeing someone do their first 5K and be there with them. And uh, it's, it's really an incredible experience. And we've had, you know, some years we'll have 30 participants. Uh, one year we had 140 participants, which that wow. definitely is pretty big for <laughs> trying to get some mentors assigned. Um, but it, it depends on the year. But if we have around 30 members, it's a, it's a fantastic size. So, and we've done that for many, many, many years um, and have really um, brought a lot of women into running that wouldn't have done it on their own. If they just, they would not have gone out and run without the support of, of that group. So this is a walk run clinic, right? Yes. Kind of like couch to 5k. Exactly. And over the years, we've actually started using the couch to 5k app as their homework. You know, they can take that out on another night and do homework with friends or so yeah, that app has been fantastic as a resource for the, the women in the, in the clinic. Yeah, my wife, Cindy, uh, she, um, she used Couch to 5K a few years ago, and uh, she eventually you know, ran some 10K races as well. So, great. so it, was, yeah. it was great for her. We need to sign her up. <laughs>
We need to sign her up for the Pioneer Valley Women's Run. Well, you know, I actually mentioned it to her. (laughs) Member number 72. That's right. Where do you have your group runs? Or where where do your, um, you know, the walk run clinic, um, you know, the mentors and the runners, where do they get together? So the the actual clinic is held at Forest Park, uh, which is a great, uh, you know, contained place to have the, you know, we have many routes within Forest Park that we do there. But in uh, pre-COVID time, um, we would actually have several opportunities. We would have a weekly run, usually on a Saturday morning, uh, where folks could get together. We have small groups of runners that meet. I'm, I'm one of the 5.30 a.m. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday group at St. Andrew's Church. Uh, so, you know, we have little, little groups that people can join anytime. And we have like regulars that kind of show up every single, every single Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, but the, one of the really cool things is we have fun runs, monthly fun runs. And a member will actually offer to host a fun run um, at their home usually. Um, now it might be in their yard uh, going forward. Um, but they, they select a route. So it's really great because, you know, someone in East Hampton could host and someone in Hamden could host or um, East Longmeadow. And you get to see different routes because they plan a route um, and have our members over and we run the route with them. And then they usually will have coffee and this, you know, treats. And uh, it's just a chance to get together um, and, and get to know each other. And that's been happening for a lot of years and we're just starting it again in June. So we're really happy that we have many months already booked for that. Well, yeah, we got exciting news today, right? With the, the mask mandate being uh, lifted right. and really the Governor Baker said that, uh, we're essentially going back to, uh, you know, no restrictions for businesses starting on May 29th. Yes, good news for us, yeah. How often do you have formal club meetings? We usually will have two formal ones a year. One of them is the scholarship dinner and a member meeting. And the other one is in a, we have a winter meeting where we all get together and plan the next year and get input from the members on different activities they would like to see. Uh, the scholarship dinner is a wonderful chance to recognize the young woman who receives our scholarship. So it's nice that people can get together and meet her and her family and her coach. Um, and, then, and then we usually have a member meeting as a part of that opportunity as well. So, um, so tell me about the scholarship. And you give out a scholarship every year, right? I, I believe it's a thousand dollars scholarship. So we, we actually, for uh, for a young woman high school runner, um, we give a thousand dollars scholarship each year. We have a scholarship committee um, that it does an amazing job every year. They just select the most amazing young woman. I, you know, they had nineteen applications this year to go through. So it's it's quite a process to pour through all that and, and find just the right one from an essay. And, um, but they look for someone you know, well-rounded and someone who cares about their teammates, you know, someone who shows leadership to them and mentorship and cares about their community. Someone just, you can tell that they're passionate about running when they write their essay about their experiences. And uh, so, yes, yeah, so they get a thousand dollars and we get to meet their, usually their parents and their coach comes to the dinner and, and talks about them and, um, it's, it's great. So we're hoping they will be future members of, uh, uh, our club when they come back from college. No, that's a great thing. You know, so, so much of running is about raising funds for charities and scholarship. You mentioned your group runs. Um, and, um, I, I know you mentioned, um, that the 5k walk run clinics are generally held at Forest Park. Yes. And, and some of our other runs are all over. I mean, it's, you know, Whiting and Ashley and, um, I think Quabbin's on the list this year, you know, all different, um, all different places. It's fun. It's fun to try to change it up a little and see some new scenery. Um, so yeah, so we will go 
all different kinds of places for the fun runs and the and meet at the group runs. So a member of your club then would um, get get a notice uh, like an email or do you have a Facebook group page or? Yep, we actually have an, a weekly newsletter. So we do a newsletter that goes out every week to our members by email. And then we have a Facebook page for members and they can post, I'd like to run, you know, Saturday, is anyone around and would like to run in this area? I'll, I'll meet you at Rice's and we'll run from there. Or, um, yeah, so it's, it's a great uh, kind of format for a bulletin board of our folks on the, on the Facebook page to share. And, and the, does your group run as a team in any local races? I mean, do you all show up with, you know, PBWRC gear? And Oh, we have very cool gear, I have to say. We have really good, <laughs> we have really good gear, hats and jackets. Oh, yes, we are, very, we are very put together when we come as our team. But yes, we, so we've done the hot chocolate run for um, many years as a team, which is so much fun to do. Um, we, we did the uh, women's half marathon. The women's half actually... Um, had their, uh, their charity was Girls on the Run, which is a wonderful organization for young runners. Um, so we, we put a team together for that. So yes, um, often we'll have uh, teams that will run them and we all show up in our, in our, in our gear. Great. You know, I've run the hot chocolate run many times. I, I, of course, there's so many people there. I think they get <laughs> like 7,500 runners. So <laughs> right. I'll, I'll have to look for you yeah. next year. Well, actually, Tim, um, on one of those fun runs that we do, one of the groups is out of Rice's, and that's where we met up with um, the Umpire One Club, and we would run with them, because uh, I, I don't know, can I mention names? Oh, of course. <laughs> Dennis, do. Dennis and Rick. and well, Dennis Hogan and uh, Rick Rubin, I think, right? Yes, they would rough, run up um, the mountain. So a few of the ladies from the Pioneer Valley Running Club, I said, well, let's join up with these guys and we'll get some training. And we were, I think, training for the um, Run to Remember. Oh, in Boston. Yes, the half marathon. Yes, I've run that one also. Uh, Dennis and Rick convinced me that this would make me a better runner. So we started up that hill. <laughs> this is Munson Road in Wilbraham, right? You're yes. talking about? Oh, yes. So yeah, we you also know the... run with other running clubs whenever opportunity arises. First time I ran that um, hill was, uh, I, I ran, it was the Thanksgiving morning race. It was the T Wilbraham Turkey Trot. And I didn't know about the hill. Sorry, did you say hill? Because I think it's more of like a mountain. Mountain, actually. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly long mountain yeah, yeah. well and, and you get halfway up and you think you're done and then you i know it's a tease and then you gotta go up again yeah mm -hmm. and, and then you look to the left and no no <laughs> it's never ending tim don't listen to her because she talked me into the um for oh, the bridge of the flowers, bridge of flowers <laughs> run and I will never live this down, ever. Umpire One group was there, too. So I was like, oh, you think it's going to be all right? I hadn't seen that, that monster yet. And they're all telling me, I've got this. It's going to be perfectly fine. Whenever I saw that, that, that monster, which is what it was, it was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it Crittenden was, Hill. Yeah. It was also 100 degrees out, so... Yeah, so a few weeks ago on the podcast, I, so I had Bill Rogers and, and Joe Martino on, and, and we were talking about the Bridge of Flowers race, and they, um, they came up the day before, and they said they drove up, they drove the route, and 
They said they were afraid just driving up the hill. That's <laughs> smart. We should start driving all of our routes before we <laughs> sign up for, for races. If I had driven up that, I never knew when signed up for it. That would have been it for me. <laughs> so I, yeah. I mentioned earlier, my wife, Cindy, runs a bit, and, and she... Um, that was, I would say, her ultimate race. She she ran the 10K and 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 then um, she did that Bridge of Flowers race. On, you know, and of course, as you know, it's 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 in August. It's always hot. Exactly. And to do that hill, so um, tell the truth, did you run all the way up the hill? <laughs> or did you walk it just saying. a little bit, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I, I her a lot of crying. That's she finished it. <laughs> she finished it and she lived to tell about it. So she did it. She kept yelling at me from the top to get a move on. So <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but I want to get back to the club for a minute. So um, you mentioned that COVID had affected some of your activities. I, I think you, you said that like the walk run clinic, you had to modify the format. We actually had to cancel the walk-run clinic for last year. So we, we tried to do some creative things. And one of them was a new uh, running buddy program. So if, if, you, if we couldn't do the clinic, we actually set it up where if a new member came in and wanted a, a buddy, we would set them up with an individual mentor. And we would match them up by the area where they live. And, um, and we would look at their pace and what their goal pace was and work with the mentor and, and a mentor would volunteer, which was wonderful. A member would volunteer. And so we were actually, we actually watched so many wonderful experiences. We had a woman who had not run before and now she's already done a 5k, a 10k, and she is sticking with her mentor and they run together every week and have become friends. And uh, it's, it's, we're very happy we did that. And that was all, that was through COVID. We were able to make that work all through COVID. We also, our coach, we have a coach that works with us in the clinic and she actually offered an, a Zoom strength training. So our members did strength training over Zoom. Um, so, you know, we were really creative in how we were trying to keep, and, and people were saying the newsletter was keeping them connected and feeling connected and we were sharing stories. And uh, so, yeah, we, uh, we had a virtual ring in spring race series where people could just sign up for free and, and meet each other. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we really tried to. So in the last year, did you attract many new members? Because I know a lot of people, you know, during the pandemic, they, they started running as you know, yes. something to do. You know, I think the running buddy program really helped because they would, people would outreach to us and say, are you doing anything in COVID? And I think if we had said, no, we're not doing anything at all. I think they probably wouldn't have wanted to join right away. But since we immediately went back to them and said, we have this opportunity, if you'd really like to, and we'll, we'll work with you wherever you are and you're running, we'll, we'll help you. I think that actually helped get us several new members that we might not have, had we just said, we have to kind of close the doors for now and shut down. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So we did, we got quite a few new members. Well, that's a great idea. I, I know, um, you know, there were a lot of virtual events and, and um, I think, people were somewhat lukewarm on the virtual events. So it sounds like if you could have a, a you know, running buddy program, then I, I think that um, sure that attracted a lot of people. Anything else you want to say about the club before I ask you about your own uh, personal running? We're a great group of women and um, we're there to support one another. And I think there's comfort in that we're all women coming together and sometimes, you know, it can be a struggle if you're a mom and you've got kids at home and how do I find time? 
So like the buddy system is a great way to put you in touch with someone else who's got that same struggle going on. And together you find a time that works for you when you both motivate each other. Um, so I think that's what's really a beautiful thing about the club is that the support is there and you're not the only one who's dealing with these struggles, trying to manage, you know, um, a career and, and motherhood and running um, at all ages. It doesn't matter if you're 17 years old and you're getting started or if you're older, um, <laughs> like myself and others. And, and we're just, we just want to get out there and still, um, still run and enjoy this. There's a support system there for all of us. I think too, it's great because for me, what separates us from other running groups too is, is the community involvement. It's not just about running. So we give a scholarship um, encouraging you know, high school girls to pursue their dream in running and also let them know that we're there to support, to, there to support them in running, but also giving them a scholarship for whatever they do for their education or trying to get involved with girls on the run it's more than just like needing to run and set a goal for a, a 5k, a 10k. We're very involved in the community as well. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah, great. yeah. Tim, Tim, I would just add, we, we actually just started a new causes committee specifically for that, what Marissa just said, that we really wanna focus on ways that we can uh, help, help within the community. So we have a group now who's thinking about what are the different types, you know, as an example for our June fun run, there's a wonderful place called Kate's Kitchen in Holyoke that serves, you know, 200 meals a day to folks. And we're going to do a food drive at the fun run. So then we can drop it off to Kate's, you know, just ways that we can help um, kind of pay it forward. Um, and I will say this group is one of the most generous group of people and not just in giving things and money, but giving to each other. Um, you know, if, if they see a member struggling in any way, it is just an incredible amount of support that comes at them like a wave, you know, no matter what it is, uh, they're just always there for them. So I didn't know much about you until I found your website. And, and so, um, so I'm really glad I, I found you guys. So you do, do a lot of great things. Let's talk about your individual running. So um, Marissa, I'll start with you. So you, you mentioned that you um, had trained for Boston Marathon. How long have you been running? Uh, we did, is this something uh, you did in high school? Well, no, I actually played basketball throughout high school. And then I played in college. And if you ask my college coach, if she thought I would be running marathons right now, she'd probably <laughs> laugh. I hated sprinting drills. I always rolled my eyes at things like that, you know, running around the track. And I think once I graduated from college and there wasn't really a lot of women's basketball leagues I needed something else to stay in shape but to motivate me too and that's when I picked up running um I'm very competitive but it was different where you know you're not I was competing against myself so I also learned about myself um I learned how to motivate myself um very different from playing college basketball but that's how I got into running I ended up loving it I've been running now for probably about 10 years yeah, it's a good lifetime sport. I, I had a phys ed teacher once who stressed lifetime activities like skiing, running, mm -hmm. you know, golf, what, if you consider that a sport. <laughs> uh, Grace, what about you? What, when, um, when did you start? Maybe seven, eight years ago, really got into it due to Marissa. 
Oh, so Marissa was first. Marissa's to blame for all of this, yes. So no. she was first, and then she she sucked you in. Is that... Well, I think maybe 10 years ago, I started running, but it was like, I'm only going to do 5Ks. I'm not really a runner. I don't want to get into this stuff. And um, she encouraged me to do that run to remember. And I could swear she said it was a 5K. Well, I think they did have a five, it was a five mile, right? It was... It's a five mile, yes. yeah. I, I missed the five mile part. So I'm like, oh, I can do this 5K. I do it all the time back home. And um, whenever it kept going and we were past the three miles, I started to panic. Um, and I also had some bad thoughts about what I was going to do to Marissa, but we, we plowed through. And, and then after that, it was like, well, I guess I can do more than a 5K. Um, but it, it was uh, thanks to her, I guess. And uh, I've done that race. So that's a, a popular one. I think they get a, at least 7,000 runners. And, and Oh, yeah. Yep, more it's even. So it's, it's quite a feeling when you're at the start line and with yeah. all those people uh, and, and all the excitement. How did you feel uh, just being a part of all that? Oh, I was so overwhelmed by it. I, it was just like, and it was right after the Boston Marathon um, bombing. The bombing. So I'm all teared up. I think this is just beautiful. And then, you know, you're off and we're all running. And when I realized that this was longer than a three mile run, I'm like, did I get into the line for the half marathon? <laughs> and I started yeah, to have a real Because they, all the runners start together. Yeah, they do. Right? And the five mile is split off. And then yes. they have... <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I went the wrong way. <laughs> um, but right. we finished, it was great. And now we go back for the half. So uh, we've been a supporter of that, my husband's. Um, in law enforcement, so we have always been there since then. Yeah, I've, I've done that oh, event yeah. twice. Yeah, it's a it's a very special very event. Yeah. So Donna, what what about you? How's uh, when did you start running? Yes, I started running when I was twenty years old uh, in Philadelphia with with my brother, who was a great coach, um, and we trained to do the Philadelphia distance run, which really got me hooked on hooked on longer distance running. Um, that's a, Philadelphia is a wonderful place to run anyway, the longer ones. And uh, so then when I moved away from home and uh, was working in different states, I kind of lost running. I didn't, I really didn't have a partner. So when I was here in Longmeadow and finished, finally finished grad school, I thought, okay, I need, I need to meet people and get out and run and get healthy again. And um, so I just Googled um, women's clubs, women's running, anyone's running, you know, and uh, Pioneer Valley came up and they were just getting ready to start a clinic. And she said, we need some mentors. Do you want to join us? And um, it just took off from there. So yeah, it's, it's been great. And I, um, I, I really, I, yeah, we, uh, one of the things that our many members of our clubs are doing now is we're doing triathlons. So um, I have two tries this year um, and we're trying oh, wow. to get other members to learn the swim and the bike and, um, and try to do that. So, so I really enjoy that, that aspect of this, of, the additional sports, um, the, the variety. I think the impression of it. the club, you very supportive of each other, and it's not real competitive. No, not at all. Oh, very no. supportive. Very supportive. Not competitive at all. And right there for for each other. Like like if if there are people doing a triathlon, I did my first Olympic try, and I swear, and this it was pretty far away. I looked up, and there was a whole wall full of the running club that had driven all the way just to see me finish that. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's incredible. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah so no they're not so it's a, it's a nice feeling no if i 
finish a race and a, a marathon. And then I get text messages from, from friends. It, it's really, it means a lot to me. So we mentioned marathons and five K's and 10 K's and half. So what's, what's your favorite distance if you had one? So, so um, Marissa. Oh, favorite distance. Um, I'd probably say a half marathon. I've done two, three marathons now. And those are pretty challenging. I like training for them, but I, I think my favorite's a half for sure. Other than that virtual Boston, then what, what other marathons? I did Hartford twice. And Grace, you've done a uh, half marathon, right? Yeah. You did, you've done, yeah. So you'd say that would be your favorite. That's then. my favorite. Yeah. We're going to make her do a full marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to trick her into it. <laughs> I, I have some tricks up my sleeve. <laughs> I always have to be tricked or led to something blindly. <laughs> we'll get her there. And then so Donna, here. how about you? Definitely a half. Half. That's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, it's a consensus. We have a future podcast on half marathons. I have a, a friend of mine, um, Meredith Maslowski. She's she's run um she's run like 83 half marathons. I think her goal is to run a hundred. <laughs> so she's um yeah she's so, an expert. Yeah, she sure is. So anyway, do you have a favorite event? I know you, um, you talked about the Run to Remember. Uh, that's uh, uh, certainly must be high on your list uh, uh, for favorite uh, running events. Yeah, that's always a favorite. I do love, yeah. Anything yeah. else stand out? I've done a few Ragnar Relays that I really liked. Um, we did a Cape Cod Ragnar Relay with a bunch of friends. That was a great event. And then um, the Ragnar Relay Trail Run which aside from running up a mountain at 3 a.m. and falling multiple times, that was a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do much trail running? I, I used to do more. I don't myself. I mean, I think as a group, we don't really do much trail running. Donna? Yeah, I have to say my, my favorite event is the hot chocolate run um, because my family drives all the way up from Philadelphia every year to do it with me. And it's just so, so great. My nieces and brothers and um, it just makes it such a family, family affair that I love that. And, and there, we, there's a, um, there's a really great Hartford marathon has a great trail run. I'm not a huge trail run fan normally, but they have a great one in Hebron, um, that they do, uh, a, it's a summer, summer trail run, uh, that's part of the HMF series and it's fantastic. I thought, Ooh, I, I could get into this a little, <laughs> I, I normally, I would have never in a million years. But it was for one of the members' birthdays. She wanted it for her birthday that we all do it, um, and we did, and, and we actually really all loved it. So, so, so you mentioned Philadelphia. Um, so I ran in 2019. I ran the Philadelphia Marathon. Oh wow! And, uh, so, so that was a, a fun event. That's great. Really, my first visit to Philadelphia. Awesome. And my wife ran the uh, 8K as well. So. Oh, that's great. great. Yeah. The the other thing that that I do is the the Broad Street Run. Um, there's 40,000 of us that run straight through uh, downtown Philadelphia. Um, and it's a lottery, believe it or not. You have to go through a lottery to be one of 40,000. Um, so wow. it's, a, it's a crazy event. But people are on the sidewalks and dance. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's 10 miles. So it's a fun. Wow. So, so would you say that's this bigger than the marathon down there? It, oh, absolutely. It is. And it literally runs straight down Broad Street in Philadelphia around City Hall. That's awesome. It's fun. Great. So if you're just going out for a run, uh, do you have a favorite place locally that you like to run? I have to say Forest Park is a great spot to run. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's just a nice. Ashley Reservoir is great yeah, too. It's beautiful. beautiful. That is beautiful. 
Um, I really love running um, in Wilbraham around Rice's. It's beautiful, lots of sidewalks, but I also really like Ashley Reservoir. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I love Ashley Reservoir as well. It's very close very to where great. I live, and um, I'm able to go there at least once a week. Oh, that's great. So, Grace, um, how about you? Yeah, I, Wilbraham. I really like Wilbraham. And you like Munson Road, the hill, the mountain? <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay with it now. <laughs> it's, it's not so bad. It, it's Shelburne Falls that still frightens me. I've never yeah, gone back. <laughs> if you do that, like uh, we used to go, we used to park at the church. And yes. then we had, there's a, there's a five mile loop you can do. And then I think there's a like, seven mile loop, mm -hmm. depending on where you make the left turn. Yeah, you keep going past, I think, is it Glendale? I, I don't know my streets that cross yeah, there. Yeah, I haven't been that. there in a while. We'll have to set up a date where we all meet out there. We'll meet at the church and then we'll head up the mountain. Yeah, and, and then yeah. afterwards, we used to like to meet. There was a, the little coffee shop um, yeah. on Main Street. Yes, right, right still there. there. From the church. So mm -hmm. we like to go there as well. So, um, and Donna, how about you? I think when, when I first joined the club, we were meeting every weekend at Whiting Reservoir, which is really beautiful. Uh, and that's just a nice loop around, um, you know, to start your day. My, my 5.30 a.m. runs are through a nice four-mile loop in Brighton Longmeadow from St. Andrew's Church right on the on Route 5. Um, that's probably my favorite because it's the one that I do, you know, all the, you know, two or three days a week. I've run a lot in Longmeadow. I um, run with a group of friends. We'd meet a lot at St Starbucks uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> in Longmeadow, and, and then um, we we do a, a loop through the town and, and a, lot of, a, a lot of big here. sidewalks and, and uh, <laughs> And we could have a coffee at Starbucks after yeah, our run. Yeah. <laughs> nice treat. But Whiting is beautiful. Um, yeah, Whiting is beautiful. It's, it's, it's probably a little less crowded than Ashley. Um, yeah, but they're both. They're just stunning. They yeah. really are. The last thing I want to touch on is um, the, the Alzheimer's Association. So, Grace, um, you're, you're an advocate for, for the Alzheimer's Association. And uh, we recently recorded a podcast with J.C. Settles, Amy Lund, and Nicole McGurran about the longest day event on June 20th in mm -hmm. the Pioneer Valley Walk on September 26th. Could you talk about your work with the Alzheimer's Association? Um, sure, absolutely. I don't like to pass up an opportunity. <laughs> this is a women's running club. And if you look at the statistics for Alzheimer's, um, two thirds of those that are diagnosed with Alzheimer's are women. If we're not diagnosed with, with the disease, we're caring for someone who has it. And um, it's been a pleasure working with them. And I certainly hope we raise enough funds that soon there will be that white flower and um, there'll be a cure for this. But in the meantime, we do need to raise awareness about it. We need to get the word out and we need the support of people to come out for the walk in September. But the longest day is a great way to just uh, get running clubs, rowing clubs, any organization that's out there, it's, you know, the longest day and everybody wants to get out there and enjoy their time outdoors and make the most of it, right? But for caregivers, their longest day is every single day and there's no break to it. Um, so the longest day is just kind of the perfect opportunity to educate people about the disease um, and about the need for support and understanding in the community. And so it's a way for us to get the word out. And you can, you know, you can run as um, you have someone who's gonna be on that podcast who's running on that particular day. 
but we can all get out there and run, raise awareness about um, the walk that's coming up in September. If clubs want to just, you know, every runner donates $5 um, and then, you know, start a team for the walk or just make a donation to the Alzheimer's Association, it's a beginning. And um, the communities that, that we all support and that our, our running friends come from. Um, there's so many people that are affected by this disease and they really could use our help. Yeah, I was looking at some data. It, it affects 6 million Americans and yes. there's at least you know 15 million caregivers who are affected by it. It's one of those diseases that affects the caregivers um, as much as it does those with a diagnosis. It really does take a toll on caregivers and they could use our support. And um, Western Mass has been great. We all stepped up to the plate when it was time to create dementia-friendly communities. So um, I'm hoping the running clubs are gonna start the way and we're all gonna step up there. And on the longest day, we'll wear our purple and we'll remember why we're doing this and support the walk in September. Right, so folks can form a team um, or donate to a team or join an existing team. Right? Exactly, so. numerous ways you can support. And of course, with any illness out there, just being physically strong, the benefit, it's one of the benefits of running. Right. You know, keeping um, yourself strong, your mind focused, trying new things, also important. So true. So I'd like to thank, um, Grace, Marissa, and Donna for being part of the Let's Run podcast. This was uh, really a lot of fun for me. Thank so, you, Tim. Uh, that was great. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you so much. Thank so you. I hope to um, hope we get back to uh, running events in the near future and um, hope to see you at an event. Sounds great. We can do a live podcast from Wolverham. How's that? Oh, <laughs> from Munson that. Road. Bring me to Fire Club. I'll bring it up in your valley and we'll head up that <laughs> Running up Munson Road. Okay. <laughs> Could be a long podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Tim. Thank, thank you, you again. Tim. I'm recording this final podcast segment on Saturday, May 29th, which is the first day in which all COVID-19 restrictions, including the mask mandate, have been lifted. The weeknight races put on by the local running clubs will be reverting back to the traditional format. No more time trials. The excitement of a real race is back. Say hello again to that nervous feeling in the pit of your stomach prior to a race. It's awesome. On Monday evenings at 6.30 p.m., the Empire One Running Club hosts a three-mile cross-country race at Stanley Park in Westfield. On Tuesday evenings at 6.30 p.m., the Sugarloaf Mountain Athletic Club hosts a 5K cross-country race that starts on Burt's Pitts Road in Northampton. On Wednesday evenings, the Greater Springfield Harriers host their summer sizzler events at Forest Park. The run on Wednesday, June 2nd, will be on the 8K on-road route. The Summer Sizzlers will still be on the time trial format for the first few Wednesdays in June. Check the Harriers website to see when these races will revert back to the traditional format. And on Thursday evenings at 6.30 p.m., the Empire One Running Club hosts 5K races at Ashley Reservoir in Holyoke. And Dick Arsenault informs me that the post-race fun at the Elks is also returning, including spin the wheel, prizes, and videos. 
the drones and the head cams are also returning. Wednesday, June 2nd, is Global Running Day. Fleet Feet in Longmeadow is hosting an in-person fun run at 6.30 p.m. The event is called Big Run. Also, Tim and Jill Murphy are hosting a Global Running Day fun run from their 4 Run 3 store starting at 6 p.m. on June 2nd. The Hartford Marathon Foundation, Yukon Health Half Marathon 10K and 5K, formerly known as the Iron Horse, will take place in Simsbury on Saturday, June 5th. Check out the HMF website to learn more about this and other HMF events. The Bay State NICU Family and Friends 5K and 10K Run and One Mile Walk is an in-person event that will take place at Minnetonk High School in Wilbraham on Saturday, June 12th. I've registered for the 10K race. You can sign up to be part of a team. I've signed up to be a member of Connor's Clan, a team organized by my favorite 7Bs bartender, Katie Mitchell. At 6 a.m. on Sunday, June 13th, the New England Series Marathon takes place at Chicopee Memorial State Park. This event, put on by mainly marathons, also includes a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and 50K. Walkers are welcome. This is part of a seven-day series of marathons in, in each New England state plus Pennsylvania. It's not a Boston qualifier event. Jesse's 5K run and two-mile walk is an in-person event scheduled for Sunday, June 27th at Nathan Bills in Springfield. It appears that the Harriers' Big Fourth 5K will be an in-person event at the Basketball Hall of Fame on Sunday, July 4th. On last week's podcast, Sarah Bouquet was my featured guest, and the primary topic was ultra running. Shortly after I uploaded that podcast, I learned about the tragedy at a 100K Ultra event in China in which 21 of the 172 participants died. The trail for that race winds through narrow sandy ravines and across exposed mountains about 6,500 feet above sea level. Freezing rain, hail, and high winds descended on the runners who were ill-prepared in shorts and short sleeves. The tragedy shocked China's running community and prompted public outrage, with many questioning whether the organizers had planned the race properly and prepared participants for the extreme weather. The New York Times publishes a free weekly running newsletter every Saturday. The newsletter usually has an interesting article about running, and you don't need to be a Times subscriber to get it. This past week, Jen A. Miller wrote about the growth of ultra running and safety. From the newsletter, quote, as the sport grows, so do the concerns around safety. Organizers are eager to appease those hungry for a new challenge by making their events longer and harder and harsher with added danger from either terrain or weather. And more races from less experienced race directors can lead to events without appropriate measures in place. End of quote. I'm not suggesting that people shouldn't participate in ultra events. I'm just saying that folks should review the event details carefully and prepare accordingly. I'm excited for next week's podcast, in which the featured topic will be Team Hoyt. I have four members from Team Hoyt New England. You won't want to miss this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Let's Run Western Mass Running podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe and share with your friends. And as always, happy running! <laughs>